Hello, friends, and thanks for subscribing to the Defining Marriage podcast. Every week we talk about what's going on with marriage and stuff. Hi, James. I have a very important question, and I don't want you to dodge it. Yeah. Did you have M&M oatmeal? I had M&M oatmeal, yes. I saw an oatmeal bowl, but it was stained with all the colors of the homosexual rainbow. Not all the colors. Which color was missing? There's no there's no purple. There's no purple M&M. There's purple in your heart. You always wanted one of those. A purple heart? Oh, oh gosh. Yes, yes, that's exactly what I've always wanted. He gave me something purple, but it wasn't his heart. Oh, That's a Bette Midler joke. Is it? In For the Boys. She loves boys, you see. Boys to men. Is it a joke about a plum? What do you think it's a joke about? Grimace? What? <laughs> he gave me a grimace. Ooh. Sure. Did he give her? Did he give her a black eye? Like, oh my! I, what? Now I you mean, were a bit adulpated. I think that might be because you you've been running a fever. I have. I have. I've been uh, under the weather. All of the weather's been on top of me. Carl Weathers has been up there. Yeah, we got a stew going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been it's been a rough week for me. Not that I remember much of it, but... Oh, uh, you've forgotten the week? I kind of, kind of. It's all been a blur of um, complaining and fluids. You got felt up by a ghost? Did I? Really? Yeah, did- oh, that's right. I forgot. Yeah. Oh, my God. I had the most intense dream. Again, we're, we're doing the exciting podcasting trick of talking about dreams. Mm. The short version of this is I was sure I was awake, but I was actually dreaming that James was crawling around the room and grabbing at me from below the bed. It was it was upsetting and I couldn't move. Anyway, I had I had a flu or at least a cold for the last couple of days, so I'm still a little hoarse and a little congested. But um, oh, I wish I was that kind of a horse. I could uh, just gallop around, eat oats. Is is that what is that why you have no memory of this? Because when you become ill, you erotically transform into a horse. That's it. That's it. And you know what they say: horses have no memory. That's why you can put them in a little glass bowl, and they'll look at a, a castle and go, "That's a new castle." Every time they see it. Uh, they're from Newcastle, you see. Oh, that's where horses are from. Horses are from the Nude Castle. <laughs> that's why Amazon started that show, The Horse in the Nude Castle. That It's so it's so great. I love that show. It's uh, it's very daring. It <laughs> is. You couldn't do that on network television. No, you couldn't. You wouldn't see, you wouldn't see those, those nude horses galloping around. I, th- I thought the butt shots were a little gratuitous. Well, it's better than the Bear in the Big Blue House reboot. Mm. Oh, it's gritty and dark. It's just a, a nude, hairy grimace. Are they just all nude houses? Yep. It's just like children's shows that have been rebooted, but they're nude? Yeah, that's the dark and gritty part. It's uh, So, The Horse in the Nude Castle, is a, it's a mashup of The Man in the High Castle and Eureka's Castle and Hung. And also A Man in a High Chair. Sure, Goo Goo Gaga. Oh no, it's not the baby. Is it? No. Uh, so aside from James, I've been I've been away for I've been unconscious for a week or so. You have not been away. Yeah, you've just been swanning around the house in your glorious Swanson wig, barely aware of what's going on. But I feel like I'm 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 coming back around. Yes, I know because you've started nagging me again. I, James, here's the thing: I have needs. Yep. I, I need to eat, and when you leave the kitchen a mess, when you... I have been feeding you for a week, and, and then have... one day you, you snap out of your stupor, and I left, uh, I don't know, I left a tiny crumb, a single crumb beside a pan, and you were like, I cannot use this kitchen, there is a crumb beside the pan. First of all, you basically built the Leaning Tower of Pisa with dirty dishes and pans coming out of the sink. It's second, pizza. second... It, I think it was pizza smeared all over the stovetop. There was one little 
smudge. And I... And I wasn't nagging. I wasn't telling you to do anything. All I said was, it's difficult for me to use the kitchen when it's like this. All right. And what is the implication of that? Why don't you tell me? Because I... I I would like for you to clean it. Do you think it's unreasonable for someone who made a mess in the kitchen to clean it up? It was but a smudge. It was... (laughs) I was seasoning the countertop... You know how you know how when the great chefs of Europa br- uh-huh. bring her out here, Europa, so that we may have our way with her. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the great chefs of Europa like to spill shit all over their countertop, mm-hmm. and then kind of get one of those creme brulee torches and, and bake the the shit into the countertop. And that is how you season your counter, so that all the the cold stone ice cream you prepare on it after that has a little smell of beef. Sure. Beef ice cream. It's so good. Uh Uh-huh. It's a delicacy. It's all the parts of the cow come together. I know you love to season everything, which is just your way of excusing not cleaning it. But not everything needs to be seasoned. I'm seasoning my pants right now. I got my dick stuck in my zipper last night, and it's the first time it's ever happened to me. I almost made it to 40 without ever getting my dick stuck in a zipper, but it didn't happen. That would have been some milestone, James. Now, now I don't know what to put on your, your birthday cake. Fortunately, there was there was an oil nearby. There was a tube of oil. And so I just poured it all over the zipper zone. It's a Hanukkah miracle. It really was. Uh, God provided me a little tube of oil to free myself. I'm glad that you're all right. We don't know that. I could still be stuck, for all we know. There's a a faint smell of coconut oil. And one more thing. Like, everyone talks about how coconut oil can do everything. And apparently this is is just one more thing to add to the list. Exactly right. Your hair, by the way, looks excellent. Like, when you sat down, you looked a mess and all bedraggled and dragged out of bed. Ah! I suppose is what bedraggled means. Mm. I don't know. But just in running your fingers through your hair a few times, your hair looks amazing. I'm so resentful. (laughs) Because you don't have any. Well, no, I'm not. (laughs) The look you gave me. It's the look of that unimpressed Olympic girl. Am I supposed to be impressed every time you point out that my hair is retreating from my face? I am, am I supposed to be impressed with the dribbles of rock star <laughs> working their way down? Is that how you're going to get out of your zipper next time? Matthew, I'm seasoning my onesie. Yeah, James is wearing a onesie right now and uh it's going to be it's going to be pretty pungent by the time you're done with this <laughs> little uh this little numbering. Seasons of love. Yep. Seasons of Love. <laughs> you're, you're legitimately mad at me right I now. <laughs> I am. So you better be extra cute so that I'm not I'm going to be gaslighting you. I'm going to be bending over and releasing all the gas. And then I'm going to get uh, my lighter. And then I'm going to blow up the room. Uh, you know what? That's fine. I think that's fine. That's uh, less, less for me to clean. <laughs> anyway, so what's up this week? What's up, Doc? What's up your ass? Well, we've got some international stuff. Why don't we do the international stuff first? Oh, that's how they season Europa. Mm-hmm. So, Kyrgyzstan? I don't think we've ever had Kyrgyzstan on the show before. Oh, I think we have, because I feel like uh, I remember the Kyrgyz. Do you really? I'm not sure about... I don't know. Well, anyway, Kyrgyzstan. What do we know about Kyrgyzstan? Very little. Uh, but they just passed a ban on marriage. Okay, yeah. so marriage is happening in some places, like Taiwan... Not happening in 
Kyrgyzstan. Sadly, no. So it's very unclear if marriage was ever happening there. Okay. So the law didn't really say one way or the other. Mm-hmm. And basically, um, whoever is in charge in Kyrgyzstan, like I, I know virtually nothing about the government here. So let's talk about it anyway. Uh, okay. But so whoever's in charge of the government put in forth uh, in, in front of the public twenty six amendments, and you just voted on all of them all at once as a package. Is that because they felt like they needed to use the whole alphabet? Is this the country? That has the statue that always faces the sun. What? Or is that Tajikistan? Uh, Turkmenistan. No, it's Turkmenistan with the Turkmenbashi. Oh, Turkmenbashi, my old friend. Isn't he the one who renamed all of the months after his mother? (laughs) So wait, does every month have the same name or did his mother have 12 names? 12 names. I don't know. I feel like I'm remembering half of something that's true. And adding in a little bit of uh, Avatar The Last Airbender lore. That's probably about right. Yeah, yeah. The statue that always rotates to face the sun and stuff like that. Sure. Anyway, so Kyrgyzstan, a different country. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've just banned marriage uh, in a package of 26 amendments. Oh, what so, a package. Yes. And they're working on banning uh, a, a new law that would ban promotion of, quote, homosexual way of life. Right, one of those. Okay. One of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, not uncommon, not unheard of in this country. You know, we've, we've got a lot of those, uh, the no promo homo laws here in the U.S. where, oh, schools can't talk about homosexuality, it's inappropriate. And so, you know, there's a former Soviet bloc country doing exactly the same thing. Well, and where they are quite prominent is in Mother Russia, mm-hmm. where the homo promo you to death. Um Ooh. Well, I mean, you know, things are not good for the gay in Russia. No, no, they're not. No, they're not. But things are looking up in just about every other country that I've got on the on the agenda, on the gay agenda this week. Oh, good. Well, it's a good thing we're not within Russia's sphere of influence. No, no, we're safely ensconced here in this room, uh, swaddled in our onesies, our damp onesies. Uh, Peru, Constitutional Court in Peru, says that uh, they must recognize international marriages. So if a Peruvian goes to uh, one of the other countries in South America, and I can't remember which ones now recognize marriage, I think Argentina? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a few other countries in South America that recognize marriage Don't equality. cry for me. Mm-hmm. Of course, Argentina. It's the Madonna country. Uh, it's not. Well, I, I think of it as the Madonna country. All right. That's a, it's a very reductive way to think about it. I suppose. So, Peru, uh, if you go from there to somewhere else and you get married and you come back to Peru, Peru has to say, yes, yes, you are married. And, and Do they have to say it like that? Like Dale Carnegie in uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People? You must make Peru first say yes. Oh, yes. yes. Yes, yes. Mm, yeah, mm, and Peru finds your marriage delicious. No, wait, I'm sorry. So they have to recognize marriages from other countries. What is the status of marriage in Peru? I don't believe Peru actually has marriage equality yet. Okay. So well, you still have to travel abroad, but then you can come back and everything will be fine. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. So that's nice. Uh, <clears throat> a couple of other, a couple of states, various countries and other states have, have done it that way. So that's a, a good way to make progress towards getting marriage equality. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Germany, Germany also does not have marriage equality. Oh, what a surprise. I know. Isn't that weird? I would have thought they would. They have been ahead of the curve on a number of things. Well, public opinion is 82.6% of Germans support marriage equality. How curious. So like Australia, widespread approval, but uh, no movement on a law? Yeah. 
weird mm. and I, so i don't know why because germany has uh, I, as, as far as i know they've got a pretty good multi-party system there uh, yeah. and that was one of the things that was credited in taiwan is um you know all the things that that got taiwan moving ahead on marriage equality multi-party system and a lot of international influence uh and a relatively open-minded society mm-hmm. uh these are things that you would think you would have in germany but i, I don't know what's holding them back there Perhaps they are too busy eating chocolate and looking at cuckoo clocks and spinning. Now you may be spinning. Well, that's Austria, isn't it? Where you go up on a mountain and spin. Oh, I don't yes, want to confuse yeah. the two. Uh, I don't want to when I'm when I'm using my stereotypes. I don't want to confuse uh, which country I'm talking about. Well, let's confuse because Austria is the next thing on my list. Oh, yes, that's that's what they all say there. That's when they have their cocoa in the morning. That's the national exclamation of Austria. Do we have any cocoa? I think we do. Uh, we do. Mm, I might want that. I might be ready for some cocoa. I'm Coco Peru. <laughs> Let's bring it all together. <laughs> Austria. Uh, so Chancellor Christian Kern mm-hmm. says that... Any relation to Joanna Kern? So there's a lot of Kerns, aren't there? Wait, who's Joanna Kern? She was the inventor of kerning. No, she wasn't. Yeah, that thing where you put the space between the letters. No, she you wasn't. You kind of put your finger between the space and you go... That's is, kerning. Is that how she invented it? Yeah. I don't know who she is. Is she, is she, she from Joanne's fabric? She said, hey, I want to touch her. Oh, well, it's funny that you mentioned A. Yeah? Because Christian Kern endorsed Plan A. Plan A is the plan to take over the world <laughs> by changing all the kerning just a little <laughs> bit. You're going to have to have a very specific document. Yes. Adjusting the word spacing results in you being able to take over the world. I'm not going to say it's impossible. Mm-hmm. It's an insidious plan. So what is what is plan A? Plan A is basically marriage equality. Oh, that, well, I would think it would, that would be plan B. <laughs> no, apparently that's that's plan A. Okay. So I'm not sure what the other plans are. Plan A is just marriage equality. Plan A of the apes? Can yes. apes gay marry? I don't know. Ooh, I don't know. Planet where apes married men. Mm, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's what plan a is gonna be that's plan a it's gonna be a bunch of people marrying I, monkeys maybe we do need a plan b then i want to marry a monkey do you have you one of those little uh monkey shines monkeys what you know the little monkey shines monkeys when uh i am i need a helper monkey and then he helps me so much i marry him what how is that not me and it's a monkey in a little wedding dress how is that not me you're you don't fit in a teacup I could fit in a teacup. Well, let's try to make that happen. Mash me on in. Wah. You mean what? Like, put you through a meat grinder? And <laughs> Yes. Yeah, a romantic meat grinder. I don't know. No, just find, find me a teacup and stick me in. Find me Nemo. <laughs> sure. Seize him and fuck him. Okay. Mm, I don't know. Uh, so, Chancellor Kern, not to be confused with the character from Star Trek, uh, who is... One of the Chancellor... What was it? It was Chancellor Kern and, and Gowron. They were, they were all part of the Wharf episodes. If you say so. Or Commander Kern. It was Commander Kern. That was his brother. Oh. Yes. He was the colonel. He liked his fried chicken. Yeah, so if Chancellor Christian Kern becomes, uh, I believe, Prime Minister or President of Austria, I'm not sure which one Austria has, uh, that he would sign the marriage bill. So... Okay. So things are moving along in Austria. All right. Um, what's the holdup in Germany? I don't know. I think it's again with uh, the same situation with Australia, where we're just waiting for some leadership. We want somebody to introduce things, and people are like, oh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, even though overwhelming public support. 
Now, if Plan A passes, could you not adjust the kerning a little bit so that people confuse Austria and Australia, and then Australia has no choice but to accept marriage equality? Because they're like, I think we already passed this. You'd have to really fiddle with your keeming. I don't know how you would... Your keeming? That's kerning when the R and the N are too close. Oh, thank you. But yeah, I, I think... You'd have to really muddle your Austria-Australia letters. Mm. But I don't know. and uh, But that would cause a lot more confusion because people would be like, what are these kangaroos? How do they get to Austria? Yeah, I, we've already established it's monkey marriage. Oh. I guess, although I guess what is a kangaroo but a jumping monkey? It is not that. It James. is a jumping monkey. James, don't confuse your primates it's, and marsupials. It's a, a, a jump key. A, but the, the, the genitals are all different. Tell me everything. So... Here's the thing. Here's the, here's, here's, here's the thing. I am still clearly a little sick because I'm tripping over my words and I'm dribbling around in the language. Oh, you've seasoned yourself. I know. I like marsupials because they are generally cute. Yeah! <laughs> uh-huh. All right. Are you with me so far? I'm sure. But they have weird penises and vaginas. Tell me everything. So the wombat, I think, yes, the wombat has a forked penis, mm-hmm. and I want to say, oh boy, now now this is all getting muddly in my head, and I'm not sure what's true and what's not. <laughs> uh, but as I recall, marsupials are diphallic, and they have multiple wombs, just like just like Mary Berry, just like Mary Berry on America's Next Top Kitchen. She's got one. Nope. She she can have so many buns in the oven simultaneously. Oh, she uh, has had difficulty with oh. her reproductive life. Well, and then I apologize yes. to the buns. But she has spoken very frankly about it, which is is a nice thing to hear someone talk openly about their about their problems. Sure, uh, so Mary Berry, a lovely woman, uh, a role model to us all. Not a marsupial that we know. Well, do of. we? Yeah, because wasn't Ernest Hemingway a kangaroo? Yes, Ernest Cam- Ernest Hemingway was part kangaroo. <laughs> was he really? Yes, he was part hamburgeroo. <laughs> okay, let me try to speak with words. Ernest Kerningway did plan A. He uh, married a kangaroo, and that made him legally a kangaroo. I thought that was going to rhyme. I thought, <laughs> you, I thought you were doing a dirty limerick about Ernest Hemingway being a kangaroo. I want you to do one. I can't, James, clear, my words are failing. I thought I was going to be ready to record this podcast today, but... There once was a drunk from Cuba who loved to toot on his tuba. He was a kangaroo, and then he said, fuck you, as he shot himself and then went for a scuba. Not your best work, but <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll submit it to the Journal of American Poetry. You nearly did a spit take on me. That's how I season you. Oh, God. It's a season of yuck. Anyway, uh, what were we talking about? Uh, kangaroos. Oh, uh, Ernest Hemingway was one. Oh, yes. Mary Berry might, might be one, too. Ernest, just to explain, Ernest Hemingway was in some sort of accident uh, that involved his tendon in his leg being replaced, and it was replaced with a tendon from a kangaroo. He could jump so high. Yes. He, and that's, that's why he was such a, a renowned basketball player. Mm-hmm. The Hemingway. That's what he's famous for. Well, it's, it, his technique was known as the Hemingway. <laughs> it's my way or the Hemingway. Mm-hmm. Uh, his was, pants were hiked up really high, too. Yes. Uh, he, he started the, the Hemming Globetrotters. Mm-hmm. The, Muriel Hemingway was uh, born in a basketball that yep. doesn't make sense. Yep. Sure. But let's say that that's the case. Uh, anyway, Cuba. Cuba gets us close to the United States. Now we're in the United States. Look, look around you. We're in the U.S. 
Uh, for now, until it becomes Mother Russia. Yeah, I know. So we've got our eye on Peru, and that might be a nice place to move. We've got our eye on what? Germany and Austria. They might have marriage soon, so... Those would be hospitable places. Don't move to Kyrgyzstan. Don't move to Kyrgyzstan. Uh, no. Anyway, uh, yeah, so here in the U.S., Mm -hmm. uh, North Dakota has decided that marriage is still between a man and a woman. Uh, okay. So there was an uh, effort to update one of their laws. So there's this bill, SB 2043, that would have updated North Dakota statutes to reflect the Supreme Court ruling from 2015. Uh, because North Dakota law still says marriage between a man and a woman. Blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. Uh, so they were going to update all that, and this bill failed 31 to 15. Okay. So they're keeping the unconstitutional language in place. Okay, and this is just in hopes that as uh, things are eroded federally, they can just fall back on the laws they have in place that uh, from before the times yes nobody is actually saying that no one is daring to say that because that would set off such alarm bells mm-hmm. uh they don't want to well then what cause other panic okay but i mean what reason do they give a symbolic protest against homosexuals <laughs> well i mean okay that that should set off a different set of alarm bells a symbolic protest against a group of people but uh uh i guess that's just where we're at we're symbolically and literally protesting whole groups of people yeah 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 well anyway so that's the situation in north dakota what else we got oh las vegas things are better in las vegas if you can believe that sure did somebody win big wow they're about to Uh uh-huh las vegas is about to issue its 10,000th same-sex marriage license Oh, does jackpot flash and, and coins fly out of the state house? Yes, yes. The lid comes off the state house. Uh-huh. It's got a lid, and it, sure. uh, and a rainbow flies out, and coins uh-huh. spew everywhere, and uh, a, a leprechauns dance. Leprechauns. Uh, oh, luck. I see. Yes. Do you remember Lucas with the lid off? No. It was Lucas with the lid off? Was that a leprechaun? It. It is now. Lucas with the lid off. Was that a gambling thing? Was he like a... I don't know. For some reason, I'm imagining a, a, a topless, crazed man. Yes. Describe to me your image of Lucas with the lid off. He's he's lost big at the casino, uh-huh. and so he's just got a barrel with suspenders. Of course. And But he still... He he still can't resist the the call of the tables, and that's that's how it's often referred. Yes, to, yeah, that, that's my my memoir about gambling. The it call goes, of the tables. Yes. Oh, yoo-hoo! And he he saunters on up to the table, and he has to like peel himself like a banana. He takes off one plank of the wooden barrel at a time <laughs> to 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 wager. I'll I'll bet this plank of wood. <laughs> What does the house give him for that? On black 29... Two planks of wood if he wins. Oh, I see. Yes. He could have another barrel. He could, yes, sure. For his, for his marital monkey. He could build a whole house. Well, and then, you know, you so you have to work your way back up. You have to you build a house <laughs> for your monkey. So his monkey's just naked. Uh-huh. And so, I mean, he can't marry a naked monkey. He has to get a wedding dress That's for true. her. But a, a wedding dress that'll fit over a barrel. Mm. And uh, so he has to... He goes to the wedding table. And <laughs> wedding? Yes. Where you wager planks of wood uh-huh. for wedding favors. Wait, wait, poppers? What are wedding favors? Uh, like a little horn and a bag of rice and a dove. And <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like the worst performance of Rocky Horror. A microphone okay. or a priest's hat. A priest's hat? 
It's a priest's hat. What kind of hat? Are you talking it's, about like a mitre, like the kind of British wear? Uh, a British a, a bishop wears? Isn't it like a sailor cap with a little cross sticking out on top? <laughs> yep, sure. I could have. Sw- I'm sure. Like so, like, like Donald Duck's hat. Y- no, but no, no, no. A, but or like a Kaiser Wilhelm helmet no, instead like of a, a spike. It's that. a cross. Not that. No, no, no. Like um, like an on on the town. <laughs> like those those guys, little paper hats. Oh no, a little no, no. paper. Are you thinking of In and Out Burger? Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of In and Out Burger. But aren't those the same as as navy hats? Some say it's a religious experience. Others say it's just the Navy. Because in the Navy... I, I know a few sailors who had a religious experience in the Navy. Yes. Yes. Below deck, all wet and wild. Yep. Uh, but aren't priest hats supposed to be antennas to God? What? I thought that was why priest hats are so tall. Okay, so I you guess are that doesn't th- understand... That doesn't explain chefs. You are thinking of a mitre. But also, uh, isn't a chef a religious experience? <laughs> like, with Chef Boyardee. Yes. It, it was divinely inspired that he would make his spaghetti into an O. Because he was having an orgasm sure. when he invented it. And that's what came out of his dick. And that's Tomato his- sauce and uh-huh. little, little round pasta. And that's the story of O. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that's a lesbian thing, isn't it? <laughs> yes. That's... That is the story about SpaghettiOs just flying out of women. Yep. At that And that's where lesbians come from. Uh-huh. Um, no. So, oh, saucy, sapphic, sumptuous supper. Miters. Uh-huh. Those are priest hats? That's what a bishop wears. That the, you, I, I'm wondering okay. if you're thinking about the big cone hat. I thought only the priest gets the cone hat. Uh, priests oh, no, you're don't right. wear that. You're no, right. You don't, you don't No, 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 wait. The Pope. The Pope. The Pope gets a big... He he, well, has he gets the, big the biggest mitre. Sydney Opera House. Uh, he uh, no. Now you're thinking of Duran Duran from Barbarella. He's the one wearing the Sydney Opera House. But he's wearing it on his belly. He is. That's no, no, how no. he talks to God. That's but his love language. Isn't it, so? No, I'm thinking like the Pope gets a hat uh-huh. that looks kind of like I don't know, like an oyster. And uh, yeah, that, but you're right that I have seen other um, um, magic men who have different wizard hats. Well, there's cardinals and there's bishops. They, they tend to wear a mitre. I think priests, uh, do priests ever wear a mitre? No, they might, or they might not. Oh my. Oh goodness gracious. I don't know if just your regular, uh, priest on the street wears a mitre for anything other than his bar mitzvah. Now, I don't know what to believe here. (laughs) <laughs> what? Because I'm thinking of like n- priests that I've seen in popular media. I don't know. Have I ever seen a priest in real life? I must have. I don't know I'll if I've ever a priest. Oh, maybe maybe I've eaten one without realizing it's it. Possible. He's too good, at least. I don't know if I've ever seen a person in a priest. Oh, costume. They're not called costumes, are they? Uh, it's called the uh, the the fabulosa. Uh, yeah. Okay priestly vestment sure uh a jason priestly vestment uh-huh uh, i don't think i've ever seen anyone with an actual collar in real life have i i bet you have I'm trying to think of a situation where i would but i don't know i'm surely at a wedding okay no no no. i've been to weddings mm-hmm. and i know that like your sister's wedding at least uh, that was performed you're by in a catholic church yeah, yeah it was performed by clergy and wait isn't 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 your isn't yeah, no, it doesn't. Uh, without, without, I don't, I don't know about saying people's names on the podcast, so I won't say uh-huh. anybody's names. But don't we have uh, extended family who who have been members of the priesthood? 
I or does that not count? Guess. Uh, I thought you were talking about seeing a hat. Oh, I, I don't know right. where. I don't know now what we're talking about. Now it's just, like now it's just, we're going to work our way up to count Carmen Miranda. What? Because she has the best hat. Oh, she does have the best. No, no, no. I'm, Except I'm my to... monkey bride always tries to eat it. Sure. I, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm starting to treat priests like horses. Where I'm like, I don't know if I've ever seen a horse or I've ever <laughs> touched. You remember that thing that I had where I like? How can I forget? I, I never. I realized I'd never touched a horse. Uh huh. And so then I, I made it my goal and I did. So you're gonna touch a priest? It's I, gonna be a role reversal. The I boy don't. is touching the priest. I, oh Jesus. Uh, anyway, so uh, Las Vegas about to issue its ten thousandth same sex marriage license. Oh, that's right, Lucas with the lid off. That's how we got there. Yes, Father Lucas. Uh huh. Uh, he's getting married? Yep, yep, and all the lights are gonna flash in the state house, and like you said, the lid comes off and leprechauns come out. The last little bit of business that we oh, have. Uh-huh. Speaking of people who believe strange things. Basil Bitter business. Uh, Ben Carson had his confirmation hearing this week. Uh-huh. You remember, uh, he ran for president and then said that he wasn't qualified to, uh, serve. Hold government office. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, he's changed his mind again. Okay. He has been nominated for Secretary of Housing and Urban Development. Sure. Why not? Why not? Uh, so he was asked during his hearing if he uh, would uh, respect LGBT protections in public housing. Mm-hmm. Um, there are limited protections for queer people in housing. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the protections is, is HUD. Uh, it says that uh, you can't, in public housing, which I believe extends to emergency and homeless shelters, uh, you can't, uh, or maybe just homeless shelters. Anyway, you can't discriminate on the basis of sexual orientation and sexual or, or gender identity. Okay. Now, this is not a law. It's just a guideline that HUD has, so that could immediately change. Okay. So, Carson was asked, would he protect LGBT housing, mm-hmm. equal protection for LGBTs? And so he said, quote, of course, I would enforce all the laws of the land. Of course, I think all Americans should be protected by the law. What I've said before is I don't think anyone should get extra rights. Uh, okay. So no extra rights, James. All right. Stop asking for extra rights, like, you know, being able to stay in your house. Well, you know, extra's fresh breath goes on and on while you chew it. So uh, there you go. Yes. It's very unclear what he means by extra rights. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the past, he said... Do extra rights make a left? <laughs> Mm, we'll work on that one uh he said of course gay people should have the same rights as everyone else but they don't get extra rights they don't get to redefine marriage so mm-hmm. he's what does that have to do that. with uh housing that was outside of this this hearing this is i'm trying to get a handle on what he considers an extra right so yeah. oh okay so marriage any one he doesn't like yeah probably so being being treated equally apparently it seems as though just being treated you know as as equal to anyone else is an extra right for him. Sure. So that's fun. Um, well, I mean, that's not... There's nothing there, really. Uh, but um, we are probably in for a shit show of uh, administration. Boop, 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 boink. Well, I, you're not. You're you're in a heterosexual marriage with a monkey now. Uh, that's true. There's nothing wrong with me and Prunella, the prune-faced monkey. What happened to her face? She was taking Wait, a bath. Is she... that the purple thing that Bette Midler was talking about? That is the purple thing that wasn't a heart that was given to Bette Midler. It's the purple rose of Cairo? 
Wait, why was her heart It's a dick joke. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Defining Marriage podcast. And this day when James is barely awake and I'm barely back to health, we are a meandering miasma this week. But I thank you for listening as always. Particular thanks to the two people who have left iTunes reviews. Oh, good God. Hip, hip, hooray. Uh, oh, lay it on me, Chester. To, uh, I, I'm not sure how to say this one, but T-O-A-O, or Toao. Toao. Uh, bought the book, then found the podcast. Oh, dear. They write. <laughs> yes. Bit of a tonal shift there. Uh-huh. Uh, been trying to navigate Australia's marriage equality battles. I bought your book. Great book. But I must admit to enjoying James's commentary and the witty repartee. Oh, my. It's uh, food for my soul as I drive to work. Oh, well, thank you. I hope it's not uh, rancid food. Mm, yes. Beware of your soul. Oh, your soul is consuming. I, I've, I've got a cold. James is covered in baby oil. Uh, <laughs> boudoir baby oil. Mm, oh, God. Baby's slipping all Bingo. over the place. No. Nope. Ah, no. Oh, witty repartee. Ah, baby doesn't want it. Speaking of witty repartee, yes. uh, we got another review from the two Mikes. Oh, hello, Mikes. Love this podcast, Matt and James. So silly. Uh, fair. Yeah. Okay, now that I can get behind. Nothing nothing I can argue with in that. Big oh. fan of Matt Bauman's partner, James. They are smart, silly, fun activists. Well worth the listen. Oh. My only complaint. Uh-oh. Oh, here it comes. Here it comes. Mm-hmm. James, my only complaint would be that anytime James makes a reference to Ursula... Mm-hmm. Pathetic. Yes. Uh, now, I did not prompt you. I didn't show you the review yeah. because that is the very next thing it says in the review. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, pathetic. Uh, poor unfortunate souls, etc. I have to pause the podcast and perform the number right away. Well, naturally. Be, yes. And it can be embarrassing, but even harder to get through the podcast in a timely fashion. He mentions it quite often. Well, I admit that in the past I've been a nasty, and they weren't kidding when they called me well a witch. In the past. You'll find that nowadays I've mended all my ways, repented, seen the light, and made a switch. True? Yes. Thank you again for listening, everybody. Let me know your thoughts. I'm at Matt Baum on Twitter. You can, of course, leave a comment like Tao and the two mics, uh, or you can uh, just, you know, post a little note on Facebook or Twitter. That's always nice, too. And uh, listen to my other podcast, The Sewers of Paris. Why did I say it like a ghost? I don't know. It's a haunted sewer. You you did that podcast? You did another podcast this yes, very Yes, indeed. I'm on every single podcast. Well, many of them. Uh, so I was just, I was recently, as you may have heard, on Poly- Gamer talking about our project playing with pride uh, and stories of how uh, people's lives are changed when queer culture and game culture collide. So I was on the Polygamer podcast and I just recorded another conversation with the Game Bar podcast. That's Game with a Y, Game Pod. Game, game bar podcast. Uh, so we chatted all about, again, playing with pride, but then we went far afield. We talked about Final Fantasy, and we talked about frog factions, fractions, and we talked about uh, what we're playing. I talked about a little Dragon Age and, and uh, the Switch. Oh, we talked at length about how we repented to all the light and, and played the Switch. Uh, true? Sure. Uh, that's the new Nintendo console coming out, so you'll hear all my thoughts about what a sexy, hot, single dad Bowser is on that podcast, and uh, about the sexy... Uh, now, he could marry a monkey. He could marry Candy Kong. Oh, I suppose. Or mm. Candace Cameron. Well, sure, or they could marry each other. They could both marry Joanna Kearns. I am very interested, if we can just take a moment yep. to talk about 
the Switch. Oh, dear. In New Donk City. Yeah. What is this thing? Just in case you haven't heard, everybody, Mario was shown in this trailer jumping around in a fairly realistic-looking urban environment. Oh, no. So... What's going on here in New Donk City? Because there are like regular human-looking humans. I mean, they look kind of mannequin-y walking around. And then you've got the little troll man of Mario clambering <laughs> all over their buildings and bopping on taxis and swinging off of street lamps. I mean, this would be a catastrophe if this happened in real life. It would be truly horrifying and grotesque to have Mario, who looks like Mario, popping out of a manhole cover and, and stomping your head and, and crushing you to death under the force of his of his blows. Also, I'm very concerned about the scale because he's only like knee high in, in, mm, in the just stream. high enough to give you a mustache ride. I, I, I sort of, I mean, to like what, rub his face on your knee? Oh, I give you the thigh job. Oh, mm. So I don't know. That's that's. I guess that's big Mario. If he was if, like I don't know, hit by a car or something, ba-dum, ba-dum, ba-dum. he'd be small Mario. Like he'd be how tall? He'd be very small. He'd be a very small person. <laughs> anyway, seeing cartoony... now he could fit in a teacup. Oh, are you going to marry him? I'm going to marry. I'm going to have a polyamorous relationship with uh, Candy Kong, Candace Cameron, Joanna Kern, Super Mario, but Sans Mushroom and uh, Bowser's Boy R D. So, seeing cartoony proportion Mario in Realistic City reminded me of one of the most troubling episodes of the real Ghostbusters, in which... So, this was a cartoon. This is some wrap-up. Please go on. wrap-up. This was a cartoon, ladies and gentlemen, in the 1980s. And on one episode, the premise was everyone in their in New York was getting turned into a cartoon. But because the show was already a cartoon, it was real hard for them to express that real people were becoming cartoons anyway. So that so you had this weird mixture of like very simply drawn creatures and kind of Mary Worth art style humans running around together and the ghostbusters are gradually becoming a cartoon pig and a stork and a dog and describe the pig the pig slowly it is an excruciating and slow transformation like something from the witches where he is like slowly grunting and like what's happening to me and like massaging his face and you see a reverse shot of his butt swelling up and a pigtail curling out it is some real body horror going on on this thing is it is it a horror or a pleasure it's both it's both because of course we eroticize what we fear so it's a very complicated episode that has given everyone who's ever seen it uh strange feelings <laughs> i just want to point out i did not derail you this it was all you're you're doing new donk city has taken us to the to the pig man of Borneo. I have been unable to think of anything else since I saw this trailer. It is a clear <laughs> reference to that episode. Yep. Anyway, what was I saying? I don't know. James, we have to go mend our brains. We thanked the two mics, and you were talking about Sewers of Paris and Polygamer, yes. and places where people can get in touch. Yes, please check out uh, the Game Bar, G-A-Y-M-E Bar podcast uh, for my episodes coming out on January 11th, where we chat all about what we're playing and uh playing with pride project and of course you can go to playingwithpride.com it's not coming out january 11th for aren't we past january 11th you're quite right january 18th it's a week later january 18th is when that episode comes out and uh yes so go and listen to that and uh that's i've forgotten where i was going with that 
I, you know, I thought I was all over this. I've passed this cold, but clearly my brain has gotten all wound up and wiggly. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, there's the Sewers of Paris, yep. there's Polygamer, and there's Game Bar with a Y. Those are all places where you can hear Little Herman. You can purchase the book, Defining Marriage, on Amazon.com. Go to Amazon.com, look for Defining Marriage, look for Matt Baum. Don't look for Little Herman, because you won't... Well, you'll find something. Is there something for everybody on Amazon, and Little Herman may be for you. But don't buy Little Herman's book. It stinks. Uh, P. Yusa, buy Matt Baum's book, Defining Marriage, about the real heroes of marriage equality and the real housewives of monkey see, monkey don't. And by the power vested in me by the internet, I hereby pronounce this podcast over. Good, good gravy. Whatever bubbles bubbles up